Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yoganmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Donna Freeman of yogainmyschool.com. I'm here today with Debbie Kaminsky, who is the founder of the Newark Yoga Movement. And this is an organization that was um, founded in April of 2009 to bring yoga to every child in the Newark area. Welcome, Debbie. Well, thank you. And, Don, I have to tell you I'm laughing because I get this uh, daily horoscope from uh, Daily Ohm. And mm-hmm. today's horoscope says, you may feel so impassioned by what you believe in that you may have an overwhelming desire to share your ideas with others today. So how, how about that for a lead-in? <laughs> Karma. <laughs> Unbelievable, right, the way the universe works. Exactly. So thanks, for, thanks for having me. Well, it's an absolute pleasure. I am totally inspired by what you have done and um, what you continue to do and how you help others to um, bring yoga into schools, especially to urban children. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, But first, let's talk about a little bit about who you are. Who is Debbie Kaminsky? Who is Debbie Kaminsky? Debbie Kaminsky is an absolute lover and sipper of life. I I really uh, just love living. Uh, I have so many different passions and uh, joys in life, and uh, I really just like to try to share them with others. Uh, That's who I really am. I am a former marketing advertising executive, a mother of twins who are getting ready to send in their college applications, and uh, that's a a very trying uh, process and interesting (laughs) at the same time. Uh, I'm a wife. I have a this incredible dog who is just uh, somebody who I learn from every day with the unconditional love that she shares. And uh, I am a yogini. How's that for an entree of who I am? That is wonderful. So how did you go from being a marketing executive to organizing a nonprofit yoga organization that comes into schools? Like, that's well, kind of a 180 well, if there ever was one. Yeah, I know. It's really, it's, you know, to me, and I think yoga has really showed this to me, that life is such a journey, and when you have these little bumps, and I'd love to share this with everybody out there, that when you do have a little bump in the road and you call it it's an obstacle, it's really just a bump, and it gets paved over at some point in time, depending on what the budgets are in your particular place in the world. But I was a uh, in advertising, and I was – probably in my late 20s, and I was working for somebody who was in her 50s. And when I was in my 20s and she was in her 50s, 50s was not the new 30. 
Uh, and I just thought she looked incredible, and she practiced yoga. So I was very intrigued with even bringing yoga into my life, which didn't happen until after my twins were born. But once I started yoga, I, I really saw that I was a lot less stressed. People recognized it, and I just saw these little transformations happening within myself that I thought was so interesting because nobody was telling me to do things. It was really me just saying do it yourself, and that was quite an empowering thing. Uh, I finally took my first yoga class and uh, just thought, wow, stretching, relaxing. And then I was introduced to a little more vigorous form of yoga, vinyasa, here in the Mm -hmm. States. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I don't need to lift weights anymore. I can't believe it. Right, I can't believe it. And I will say that, uh, you know, before Michelle Obama was really being complimented on her arms, I used to have people stopping me. I think she took over that role and just saying, where did you get your arms? And when I'd say yoga, nobody could believe it. But from there, I I decided I wanted to become a yoga teacher and told the people in the advertising world that this is what I'm doing and uh, was doing both at the same time and then really just broke away and started teaching yoga to all different populations. Um, I stumbled into teaching children because I really was trained as an adult teacher, but I do believe that if you are a really good teacher, you can teach any population. There are always tricks and things that you need to learn and how you relate to the audience, but I think that you can really teach anybody. So I taught a a group of K through 6th grade, which was a really uh, diverse group, and the parents came to me and they said, you know, my daughter is doing things like pigeon and triangle, and she's so excited. I've never seen a kid's teacher do this, and what did I know? I just knew what taught what I knew and was having a great time with them. But it really led me to say I really would like to help children, and I live in an area my children go to an incredible school, Um, and here is Newark, New Jersey, 15 minutes from where I live, and especially with what's going on with education reform today and the fact that so many, such a high percentage of urban or inner-city children are not graduating school, I wanted to do something to help. So I brought my idea to uh, Mayor Cory Booker's office in Newark, and the way it works in the states is that our state of New Jersey actually oversees the school system. In some cases, a mayor oversees it, but in our case, the state does. So they were so kind to introduce me to all the different people and all the different schools in Newark, New Jersey, and I started getting these phone calls of people who had an interest in well, what could yoga do for me? Because my pitch was that, you know, if you had children who were less stressed and you had children that were more focused, you had children who were more confident, and you had Mm -hmm. children who unleashed their creativity, how would that make it for you as a teacher and what would happen to the children themselves? And so that was really the entree to get in to do a pilot test, which we did over, we taught 300 children, yoga one time for 20 minutes and this was in may of 2009 the we then three weeks later we did not do this in the the most uh you know i think the harvard medical people with the researchers would be you know shooting me at this moment but we sent out these questionnaires three weeks later and incredibly we got 171 responses which is very high that's huge 
That's huge for huge. a research project. And of yeah, and I I knew that from having worked in advertising and being involved in research. So the thing that was so exciting is that 71% of the students who answered wanted to have yoga in their schools. And the key reason was is that 64% of them felt less stressed, more relaxed, and peaceful Mm -hmm. after just one 20-minute session. Besides the benefits that they felt stretched and they they felt that it could help to relieve their anger, there was one little boy who said, I think it could help me quit smoking cigarettes, and that was scary because that was an eighth grader. Uh, It went on and on and on. So presentations happened. This went to the school superintendent who ultimately endorsed this, and you know, this was a, I guess it happened pretty quickly because it was a seven or eight month process and we started rolling out into the schools this past October. Mm-hmm. And it's continuing. We are uh, we are not asking the schools for money because we know that the schools don't have the money now, especially with all the budget cuts. So it has really been a lot of uh, independent people just believing in this concept, bringing the money in. And so... I think it's a double-edged sword. I think it's a good thing that we did not get all the money at one point in time because the Newark school system has 73 schools, and that's over 40,000 students. That also includes charter schools that we're involved with and private schools that we're involved with and prep schools. So it's really it's good that we were able to roll out slowly. We finished the first year teaching over 2,000 students, which I think is uh, no small number and 350 faculty members, and it's just been uh, really an incredible journey for everybody. As a matter of fact, when we leave this uh, interview, I need to go to Newark because we're doing our planning for the school year that's just mm-hmm. around the corner from for starting. Yeah, everybody's getting geared to go back. Absolutely. So basically, kind of in a nutshell, um, the Newark Yoga Movement, what are the goals for it? Um, what's it like you talked about reducing the stress and, and the anxiety in the schools, but where do you see this going? You know, thinking five years down the road, what, what are your goals? Well, what I see down the road is I see that yoga also helps with character building of the individuals, which I think is missing from a lot of school educations today. And I think that you will see... More children graduating high school, I think you will see less detentions. I think you will see better behavior. Uh, When you say five years down the road, my vision was I started purposely the Newark Yoga Movement because I would like to inspire others to do the same thing in their places and communities around the country, around the world. There are yoga programs that are in schools right now. Uh, I think it's a very important thing to be able to get the endorsement and the buy-in from a school district superintendent and and or a school board so that you can really blanket an entire system versus Mm -hmm. 20 people in an after-school program, which I would never poo-poo because I think that getting any child converted to yoga and giving them the the gifts and the magic of yoga is better than zero. Uh, I am really all about how can we really get this out there to everybody and it's really, you know, the five-year vision is already starting because Milwaukee, Wisconsin is well underway with mm-hmm. uh, their own movement that's happening. And uh, it's really, they're using a lot of what Newark Yoga Movement is doing. I'm all about sharing. So I'm, we shared our bylaws and we're doing what we call pass it forward. So 
they will ultimately share the bylaws with the next community that really wants to get this going. And we really make sure that we have people that are 100% committed because this is, as I'm sure you know, Donna, an awful lot of work. Uh, you have to really be very – you have to use your yoga 24-7 because you're dealing with so many different personalities. You're dealing with politics sometimes, and you have to just keep going forward because the end mission is transformation of children. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I hope that answered your question. No, I really like that. I like um, that your focus – because for me it's the same. The focus is the kids and how they can benefit from it and how they can tap into all the benefits that yoga brings to them. And we just need to be able to get it into the school systems. That's why I really like how you went about doing it. You started at the top. You went right for the mayor's office. Well, it was interesting, you know, and I say this to people too and anybody who's listening. I started at the top, but I also started at the bottom. And I also went sideways and I went diagonal and I never stopped because I think when you have consensus, among all levels. For instance, I honestly had no idea that besides having a superintendent in the Newark school system, it's so big that they have regional superintendents. Mm-hmm. And here I am in a school, but I'd never met the regional superintendent because I just wasn't aware, and so that happened a lot later. But I really I like to get every single person involved, which is also why I think a very important component of this program is the professional development aspect of it for the mm-hmm. teachers. And when we go into a school, the ideal rollout, it doesn't happen all the time, but the ideal rollout is that we attend a staff development meeting and we actually give the teachers a yoga experience. And I have to tell you, it's so fascinating because when you are in a situation that you have to do something and they have to go to the staff meeting, you also have a lot of people that aren't interested in yoga. And what happens after the experience is they're the ones that say, when can you come back? I love this. When can we do it again? And I I think that also goes with why I'm not – I love doing after-school programs, and we'll be involved in an after-school program in Newark um, as part of the obesity campaign starting in um, probably in the winter. But I really believe that you have to put this in the curriculum in the schools, and that's what's going on in Newark. It is part of the physical education curriculum so that there's a couple times a month that everybody who has phys ed, this is it. Yoga is today. This is what's happening. And it's not that yoga takes up the entire period because we're also very sensitive to the physical education people have an entire curriculum of their own that they need to get through in a given calendar year. So Mm -hmm. we've set this up. Uh, I, one of the teachers I studied with is Mark Whitwell. And what I love what he told me many years ago is, Debbie, just do your seven minutes of yoga. Uh, he made me do 20 at first for some reason. It was very tough on me, but he's cut it down to seven. And the bottom line is, is that if we get these students for a short amount of time and they're present and they get the tool, the concept of breathing, and they get some of the magic that happens and their prana starts flowing, one, they're going to get the benefit. Two, they're going to want more the next time. So depending on the ages, we give anywhere from a 15-minute to a 30-minute yoga session. We're not doing an entire phys ed class, which is great because what the other thing our program has done is that 
we want the physical education teachers and the teachers to be the continuity. So when we're not there, let them do, if they're doing stretching in a phys ed class, well, let it be yogic stretching. And what's yogic stretching? Really having everybody focus on and consciously breathing. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, I really, um, on what I really focus on is, so there's so many ways of incorporating yoga into the school day. Like so Absolutely. many creative ways to do it. And uh, if we can just open our minds to the possibilities, it becomes a natural part of our lives. And then right. we get to live yogically, which is a lovely way to live. Absolutely. Well, I was, we taught in a, um, in a girls' sports camp this summer in Newark. We taught 127 through 14-year-old girls. And it was so fascinating, some of the comments that came out of just this. I, I was talking about all the benefits of yoga one day to a group of them, and this one little girl said to me, she said, excuse me, Miss Debbie, can I meet yoga? And I thought yoga was a person, and I said, you already have met yoga. And another person said, well, you know what I think. I think you should come to my school, and every day after we have the announcements, we should have yoga. And that was one smart woman because this is exactly what we have in mind, that after you do the Pledge of Allegiance, why not do, in the, especially in the younger grades, uh, so they get used to it, so then they're not averse to it in high school, do five minutes of yoga and you actually evolve it to having the students take the leadership role and lead it. And that's also what was happening in some of the Newark public schools this year. It was amazing that I came in and I had a phys ed teacher say, my students are doing yoga and they're leading it at the beginning of the class. And so one day I didn't teach and I just let them do the sun salutations. Mm-hmm. Very empowering. Yes. I, uh, this past year I worked with a grade 5 class quite a bit, going in numerous times once a week. And uh, the teacher said once she walked in after recess and they were all sitting on the floor oming. And she was right. It was fantastic. There was calm. There was peaceful. She goes, then they quietly took their desks and we got to work. Exactly. <laughs> it was the best afternoon exactly. ever. Exactly. Well, I'll share one story that I just, I love because I believe that if you can teach an 11th grade inner city male yoga and convert him to like it, you, you can teach anybody. <laughs> that's, that's how I, I, I think that's a very tough age. 11th grade inner city male who just wants to be, you know, tough and cool and everything else. And uh, I was in a, a class with 60 students one day, and there was a, an 11th grade inner city male in the front, and he was just, every time I spoke, he'd go, yeah, very disruptive. And a lot of times, because I believe that teachers also, again, and need their own tools to just chill out and de-stress and fresh creative ways of dealing with children, they get frustrated. And a lot of times teachers just pull them out of the class or scold them in front of others, et cetera, et cetera. And I just sort of put my hand up to the teachers to hold off because I said to the group, you know what, your friend in the front row has a great idea. And this kid just was looking at me like I had two holes in my head because he's disrupting me and I'm saying he has a great idea. So I said, the next time we all exhale into a downward-facing dog, let's all do, yeah, and that's the chant for your school. That's your mantra. So we did it, and everybody loved it. So I said, let's do it one more time, and then we moved on. 
Mm-hmm. And this kid was a hero, and he felt great. He got the attention that he really wanted. I think that yep. that's something that yoga, I think, helps uncover very well, and it's, it really, I think, helps professionals, is that if somebody's doing something, if they're not happy or they're disruptive, there's something behind it. You've got to find the behind, and you help them through that, and you make them feel safe that it's okay whether it's an emotion, they're sad. Uh, you know, we had an experience the other day where somebody just broke down. And we all came over and comforted the person. It was a very emotional thing. And we moved on. The, the person felt lighter, felt safe, and, and that was it. Well, and that's one really lovely thing about yoga. It takes it from just the physical. There's also an, an emotional educational aspect that's happening. You know, you mentioned the, the character education and, and connecting with who you are and with those around you that is so vital to creating relationships in our modern world. Oh, absolutely. And, and for us, it's, it's when I started yoga, and again, there's so many types of yoga out there. We've got power yoga today, and of course, there's always been Ashtanga and Kundalini and Bikram and on and on and Anyasara and Iyengar. And there's a continuum. A lot of people come into yoga for the physical because it's safe and they know it and they get a good sweat. And they may stay there for a while, but all of a sudden they can't help it when some of these inner shifts start to occur. And then that propels them to kind of maybe evolve and dig deeper and see what's going on. And for us, we have, you know, we're dealing with schools, so sometimes schools want to have the curriculum and what is it that you are teaching. But our curriculum is very loose because we teach it in concepts. So we may be teaching about balance, and then we'll be doing a lot of balancing poses that day, but there's a lesson in everything that we're teaching these students. Mm-hmm. It may be about respect. It may, and it's starting with respecting yourself. It may be about peace starting with peace with yourself. So we have a lesson that we move forward with, and we we do our best to really impart this on the students. When we work in private schools, it's a very interesting thing because they typically have a core theme. And especially when we're teaching K through 8, we will pick up their core theme, and then we will just experientially through yoga bring that whole theme in so that we're reinforcing yes. it yet another way, because you never know how people are going to get something. Yes, and the yoga yamas and niyamas work so well to support that type of a, a curriculum shift. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think that the, again, what I have found is that children are so open to it. Once they realize they don't have a choice, that they have to try it. <laughs> they're so open to trying it. And, again, it, it's really confirmed because with uh, some research we did with some of the schools that we taught in, so many of the students said, well, if I hadn't been forced upon yoga, and they didn't use those words, those are my words, I wouldn't have tried it because there was a school that liked it so much they'd like to start a yoga club. Well, that is fantastic. I love that. So that will be for the people that really want yoga more regularly. But the other ones, they, if they hadn't tried yoga in the phys ed class, they, and now there's a yoga club, they're not just going to run to the yoga club. Mm-hmm. So you really need to, I believe, when you integrate it into the curriculum and you integrate it into the classroom and you trick people into things. I trick people into meditation, uh, whether it's 
an inner city student or it's an adult because I think that people say, gee, are we going to meditate? And they sit there and imitate and they go, oh, and close their eyes and sit there and they try to sit in the lotus. But I think that when you talk about meditating, there's a pressure that you're putting on yourself that you might not necessarily need. So I typically trick people into meditating. And then when they come out, it's like, well, how is that? You just meditated. And people are like, wow, that's so cool. How did you do that? And yeah. the way you do it is you don't try. Mm-hmm. You don't try so hard. Well, and with kids, you make it fun. Absolutely. You, you, you play. Absolutely. And, and that's because that's the language that their bodies and their minds speak. Absolutely. And play is what we certainly do, especially with the younger children. And with the older ones, it gets very interesting because we actually played around with some partner yoga. Uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the school year, and that was just incredible. I've worked with uh, some of these sports teams, and, you know, as a yoga teacher, you kind of get a sense of what's going on when you walk in. You really do listen to your authentic self and what is it saying, and I, I remember a day I was looking at this team, and I thought to myself, they need to really understand how to play better together and trust each other. So that, to me, said partner yoga, so we start doing down dogs on top of down dogs, and it was just incredible. It's incredible what went on. Yes, so. I love um, partner yoga. And the other thing that I really like to do is family yoga in the oh, school, sure. is bring the parents and have the parents and the kids work together. And the communication and the bonds that formed are just tremendous. It's, those are the best classes. Absolutely, and that also happened in the private school. It's very interesting when you're um, – you know, the public schools, I, I love the public schools. I went to a public school, and I just, uh, you know, they're having a, a hard time right now because of budget cuts, and you have mm-hmm. all the charter schools that are coming in, and there's been so many teachers that have been laid off, and, you know, it goes on and on and on. But in the charter schools, we actually, we didn't do family yoga. We actually did faculty and parent yoga, which was very interesting. Uh, in the private school, we did some family yoga because when they have their meeting, when we were having the yoga, parents are invited openly anytime they want. Mm-hmm. And so we had some parents who come and said, well, I want to do the yoga, absolutely. And it was just great. Wonderful. It is so exciting to hear what is happening and how quickly it's been happening and the impact that you've been able to have on the students, the staff, and, and the schools it's in very, It's very exciting, and uh, sometimes it feels surreal but I have to pinch myself. It really is uh, just amazing. We've got some support at the state level, too, which is just very exciting because I'd love to be able to see the entire state write it into the education curriculum. And uh, you know what? I don't think that that's an unrealistic thing to have happen because the people at the state level see what's going on in Newark with the yoga. And, again, they've got so many other issues that yoga certainly takes a back seat at times because people who have not directly experienced yoga, they're like, give me a break. Yoga versus rewriting the math curriculum? Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it takes convincing and it takes time. But, again, you just you keep focus on how many children you're transforming and then you just visualize what will happen and all of a sudden it happens. What a wonderful way to approach each day. Absolutely. Well, people want more information. 
where can they go to find out more about the yoga, uh, the Newark Yoga Movement, and you know, if they want to start one in their own community, how how do they go about doing that? Well, if they'd like more information, uh, they can. Everything is on our website, which is www.newarkyogamovement.org. Uh, I am very happy if anyone would like to start their own movement, and we say that in all of our e-letters and also on the website, anybody is welcome to contact me, and I will be very glad to work with them and help them get started. Uh, And I know yoga people all over the country, so if somebody in another city is interested in starting this and maybe it's just them in their yoga studio, we can certainly connect them to other people just through different resources. Uh, I think the the great thing, too, is when you start something like this, it is such a community build. And I say uh, our model is probably I have not seen this particular model elsewhere where we are so all-inclusive that we include volunteers and we have teachers and yoga teachers and phys ed teachers, so much so that we had a teacher training that included all four of those audiences mm-hmm. back in January, and it was just fantastic. When we have a yoga class that has 30 students in it, we typically bring what we call a mirror, and that's, this is all on the website as well, where anybody who just practices yoga is welcome to come and be a participant and really see for themselves in front of their eyes the transformation that occurs. So it's a really neat thing. Very good community builder. Fantastic. So, again, the website is um, newarkyogamovement.org, or you can contact Debbie at deb2bsyoga.com. That's her personal website. I really wish you all the best luck. Well, I can't thank you enough for your support, Donna. And as I've said to you, and I will say it publicly now, I think that the website that you're offering, and I have really passed it on to so many people, is just so educational and such an amazing resource uh, that, you know, I hope that everybody that is really interested in bringing yoga to children, no matter which way, takes a look at the site because there's something for everybody in it. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. So thank you for joining us today, for sharing us with us some of the stories and, um, you know, your love and passion for bringing yoga to, to children everywhere. Oh, you are so welcome, and thank you so much for having me. It really was an honor for, you know, me to be here to talk about Newark Yoga Movement, and I hope that others truly will be inspired because, as Gurmuk, one of our advisors, says, if uh, there's peace, you know, with you starting starting with you and then peace with all your relationships, then we will have peace in the world. Marvelous. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. I will. Okay. For more information on yoga for kids and teens, please visit yogainmyschool.com. We also have a wonderful YouTube channel up. You can find us on Facebook as well, or you can send me a, a tweet on Twitter. I'm at Donna K. Freeman, and I wish you a wonderful yoga day. Um, may all of your passions bring you bliss and enjoyment and love sharing your inner self with others. Have a wonderful day. Namaste. Namaste.